thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us once again for the Discipline Therapy Podcast with your two hosts, Mr. Eel Discipline, and with him always, Suhei Sotomayor. First and foremost, we want to give a big shout out to Joe at Center Stage Music Studios for always having the room prepared for us. It was super hot today. It felt like it was 107, and we walked in to the nicest, coolest, comfiest room. Yeah, he's been good to us for like so many years. Oh, such a good guy. Um, we also have a link in the description to become a part of our Patreon family and subscribe for exclusive content, bloopers, behind the scenes, um, EL Discipline solo lectures of Discipline Therapy Talk, his BDS content, erotica posts and writings by Mr. EL Discipline. Um, any collaboration shows pertaining to sensitive topics such as abortions, transgenders, or more uh, with myself and Mr. Eel and Mr. Eel Discipline. Once again, our Patreon is patreon.com slash the Discipline Therapy Podcast. Um, also, we have Eel Discipline books available um, online, amazon.com, Barnes and Nobles. We have it for Kindle and electronic versions as well. Um, the link is also in the description for the video. And our online store for merch is disciplinetherapy.launchcart.store forward slash shop. We have some new gear out that just hit. You want to go check it out and check out the different categories. We have a coupon code um, at checkout for summer is 15% off worldwide. And that is summer therapy 2023. We're also on all major listening platforms such as Spotify, iTunes, Deezer, CastBox, and so much more. Like, share, comment, and subscribe to the YouTube channel if you haven't already. Um, for business inquiries, you can send um, an email to info at eldiscipline.com ssotomayor0307 at gmail.com and if you want to be part of the show or give us show ideas you can um, send them to www.thedisciplinetherapypodcast.com or www.eeldiscipline.com now Mr. Eeldiscipline you're going to do your thing ladies and gentlemen welcome back welcome back we know y'all are fiends and y'all know what that means for these stimulating conversations we're serving you your dose weekly of discipline therapy where not everything is completely free as we have a plethora of content exclusively on patreon for you to see what is free is judgment free sucker free sensor free sensitive free and some liberty god and the ancient ancestors are great and that means everything else is straight so go grab your wine popcorn or my favorite roll of blunt but Make sure the children are in bed. Why? Because we have that soul food and sometimes vulgar conversation. Prepare your mind to be fed light one up. Inhale life and exhale strife. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, you are tuned in to the Discipline Therapy Podcast. We're, We're here. here. And you know what I forgot? I forgot to do this. So I'm going to clear the energy now. Before I say the, the mm -hmm. name of the title. Uh -huh. I'm just going to pass it down. No, I'm just kidding. I hear a sigh. Like, you getting tired of your responsibilities? You no, I looked at it and I brought it and I was like, I got, I forgot that one. Anyway. So welcome to season 11, episode 117 with our special in-studio guest. I know you guys are wondering, what? They got two now? <laughs> two at once? We usually just have one person in the hot seat. We got two now. And it's the craziest thing. So our in-studio guest, David and the beautiful Gem, and our topic for today is why are most people notorious for being fashionably late and the kicker is they were so on time they were early they were mm -hmm. early so i love it mm -hmm. thank you guys for coming and for coming on time because like i said we've had people come hours late so thank you for having us right. thank you thank you Do you want to tell um about you want to say a little bit about yourselves We've uh, been dating for five years, just recently married. Congratulations. Oh, con you, really yeah. recently. Congratulations. Really recently. That's so nice. Thank you, Carol. How's it been? Um, not different from dating, to be honest. Um, it's been pretty much the same. Yeah? Yeah, haven't skipped a beat. Um, did you guys live together before getting married? Yes. Did you see that new study that says if when people live together before marriage, they're most likely to get to get a, a divorce? Mm, haven't seen that. I, I mean, have. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? I have. It depends on the type of person. I think that once you guys are living together, you know what you're in for. Mm. 
Yeah, so it's so kind of like the pre-marriage mm. stage. Yeah. You know, I was thinking about my daughter who's 22 and she has a boyfriend and she had was saying how, you know, they were talking about, oh, when we get married. And I was like, I wonder if they're going to live together first. And then that thing pops up. I was like, oh my God, if they do, they're going to get a divorce. <laughs> it's, <laughs> but they're not. On, yeah. But to be honest with you, it's like the new yeah. thing going. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's like a trial run. It gives you kind of an idea of what you're in for. So that was run. my next question. Did you like living together first? Oh. Like, do you get to know, like, yes, you know, her quirks absolutely. and his quirks and all that? Oh, okay. definitely yes. learned each other. Very it, well. it helped. You're like, yeah. oh, yeah, okay. it helped a lot. At three it o'clock, did. she's crazy. You know, like, <laughs> make mental note: three a.m. The crazy comes out. <laughs> I mean, yes. you, you learn a lot of things. You know, habits, food, a lot of things. Yeah. So I know, David, that you're in the military. Yes. Yes. So how's that been? Because this is kind of like up the alley with. The main context is discipline. Um, it's it's challenging at times, you know, being a family with a member who's in the military. You know, you have times where you're away from your family for months, mm. you know, wow. and the only thing that you have is a phone call, text message, FaceTime, and and it's kind of tough, mm-hmm. you know. But you know why you're doing it, and you know you signed a contract, you know your obligation, and you you're doing it for your family you know because there there are benefits to doing it you know mm-hmm. both you know monetary and, and long term yeah and long term so it's not like it's not rewarding mm-hmm. it, it is it, it is rewarding it's it's just it may not be for everyone mm-hmm. how long have you been in the military nine years oh uh, wow yeah yeah I'm, I'm already at that hump where i'm like you know what just do the 20 and retire you know mm-hmm. wow most people they'll do it couple of years, six years or whatever, and then yeah. you're out. And, then, stop. and yeah. then you don't have nothing to show for it, but the fact that, hey, yeah, I was in the military for like five years, six years. But, you know, if you, you put your 20, you have a lot to look forward to. You know, retirement's pretty good Yeah, the military. Yeah. You mind definitely. me asking your age? I'm 41. Okay. Damn, you look young. 41? I thank my dad for that good jeans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you both, now Now I'm looking at you like, bitch, if he's 41, how old are you? Because you guys look good as hell. I'm 35. Oh. Uh, Okay, see, so she, she, she is young. I'm still a baby. Mm. All right, that's mm-hmm. nice. So you got 11 more years left? Yeah, mm-hmm. pretty much, yeah. And now, so I know with the military, you guys have to, especially in the beginning, you have to get up early before the sun, do your whole workout and all that stuff. Do you still carry that? Um, yeah, <clears throat> a lot of disciplines you do still carry. Um, Even at home? Yeah. Do you make her get up? And no. Do you <laughs> she's, a, she's already. Early. <laughs> she's already up early. Oh, she's already she's an early bird. Um, but yeah, a lot of a lot of things that you carry on from like basic training and things like that, you, you do. You know, they're instilled in you. You can't. Mm. That's awesome. Like she, she gets upset at me sometimes because um, being in the military so long, I've learned to only have four hours of sleep. Mm. I can function on that. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Because that that's what you know. That's what, how they, they teach have you. To. They train you like yeah. that. Yeah. Why does she get mad? Your health? I'm up, I'm, no, I'm, I'm up late sometimes. And oh. yeah, I guess health wise, she's like, oh, you gotta sleep. I want to hear what she said. <laughs> <laughs> Why you get mad? No, it, it irks me because when you think about it, you need what? Eight hours to function. Normal. Yeah. yeah. I need eight hours and three cups of coffee to function. He could stay up for 24 hours. And I'm like, dude, go to bed. Research shows, sorry to cut you off, um, six. Like adults could do six. Yes. Babies, babies eight and more. But adults, like, you know, we, we build some type of. Babies uh, more, like 10, 10 and up. Yes. Adults six to eight and yeah. then older adults yes. probably four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I've seen a lot. I work in the hospital, so I see a lot of older people like up at like four in the morning. Like, all right, it's time to get ready. No, no. Yeah, exactly. In bed. I say for myself eight because I'm a mom of four. Oh wow, God bless. So I've had them back to back to back. That I'm finally starting to catch up on my sleep as I get older. Wow. How how and what are their ages? Sixteen, fifteen, fourteen, and thirteen. Wow. Mm-hmm. That is back to back. You look freaking fabulous. Three girls and a boy. The boy's the youngest. Yes, he's a little king. Yes, little he's prince. my baby. Do you do you see that you treat them different just because he's a boy or because he's younger? That's a good question. Um, right out of off, I, off the gonna, top, off the I'm gate. gonna get yelled at for this, but I spoil him. But, but there's a is reason it because why of, he's a boy or because he's the youngest though. It's neither. Oh. 
So why do you spoil him? Because when I was pregnant with my son, they said that we had um, a year. He was only going to make it to a year. Oh, my mm. goodness. So when I found out we were having a boy, I spoiled him before he was here. Mm. And then after that, he was born. We went in and out of the hospitals, things like that. And they told us that we had to prepare to say goodbye. And I was like, no. And now What he, did they say he had? He had um, some issues with his kidneys. Oh, okay. Was he a preemie? So, no, he wasn't. He was full term and had issues yes. with the kidneys. Well. Yes. <clears throat> so I told him, like, he's my world. He's my everything. And now he's 13 with a mustache and wow. attitude. And, you know, just like, Mom, I need you to do this for me. And I need you to do that for me. And do you? I do. <laughs> I give She's him. like, yes, I do. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. So you guys obviously heard the... um the topic why do you think people holy uh are notorious for being fashionably clearly not you guys and let me ask you this because you guys were early who is it that made you guys come early because you know in some dynamics there's always like one that's late and one's early see she's the one out of us that is the most inquisitive so she's always going to ask you the great questions. Like me, I'm a sharp shooter, yeah. straight shooter. Like, duh, duh, duh. But she's going to go into depth. How many kids you got? Duh, 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 duh. How long you been no, in That's fine duh, with duh, me. That's like, seem she- nicely saying that I'm nosy. I like to say, I like to be prepared and inquisitive. Okay? But let me ask you something. Are you Puerto Rican? No, I'm South American. My mom's Argentinian. My dad's Bolivian. But it's the Hispanic in us yes. that we have to be nosy. So it's okay. Yeah, I know that. <laughs> He's like, I know. <laughs> I understand. Um, actually, I'm usually late. But today, okay, I, was, He's like, I was nervous. And I was like, I need to be on time. Then I looked at the time when we were up the road. I'm like, oh, I could get Starbucks. And I was like, no, I can't. I was like, I need to be early. So I am here early today. I love it because I've never met somebody, another Latina that is not even on time, but early. Okay? And it's perfect for this for this one. I yes. appreciate it too. Oh, that's the best. Appreciate it. I'm, I'm, I'm very with, you know, time. <clears throat> All right. So now that's why what, do you... Sorry, that's what makes us work. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, cause um, like we we were having this conversation off camera, so, mm-hmm. and I was like, well, if you did this with someone else who wasn't as <clears throat> like goal oriented or prepared, either. you know, would it would you do it still? Mm-hmm. If he was inconsistent, would you do it still? You know, so like with us, we've been consistent for so long because we have that congruent you know, aspect of us, especially with time. Yeah. You know, like you, I've been with, done business with people, oh, they said they're going to be here. I'm five minutes early. Now I'm waiting 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> you yeah, know, so yeah, it messes everything up. Because I look at, I look at time as money. Every minute I'm late, I'm losing money. Mm, that's true. So I know she said, she admitted that she's normally the one that runs late. So I'm going to go with, are you the one that, because of their, your military background? To be honest, it depends on the situation. I've, I've been known to be a little late myself sometimes. Shameful, mm. shameful. What would make you, wh- where have you been late? What circumstances or Not places the wedding, or? right? No. No. no, no, no. <laughs> that definitely not. My sister, when she got married, her husband was 45 minutes late. Mm. That was, um, what's the word? Preview? No. Listen, come on. The prerequisite yes. to the divorce? No, not, they're not even divorced yet, but it's, uh, you know, it was like yeah. a future thing. Oh, okay. Foreshadow. Yeah. Uh, foreshadow. Mm. I, I guess it just depends on what it is. I guess certain things like I'm not interested, but I know I have to go. Oh, so mm. you take your so time. I procrastinate. Uh, I so object to that. Uh, she said I, object. But other things that I'm, I'm no. like work, I'm on time. Unless I don't really feel like no he's, are, are you shaking your head no for him or for yourself for him oh okay so let's let's get to the lowdown what is he what is he lying <laughs> no, about no, no, no. <laughs> i get up extra early in the morning to make sure that he has his coffee his lunch and everything i let him sleep in a little bit Absolutely. five minutes and then i turn around get myself ready and i'm like baby you gotta get up oh my god oh my god i'm gonna be late oh okay that's fine i have to s- literally fly down the highway to get him there before seven o'clock mm. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that—that that is true. That is and, true. 
and you said to drive him to his job. Off camera, you were saying that you work for an armory? Yeah. Um, I'm in National Guard. Uh, I, I have a full-time job at the armory in Farmingdale. Mm-hmm. Um, what is an armory? So it's a, it's a military installation. It's not exactly like a base, but it's a military installation. They have units that, that are there. Um, you have people that work full-time jobs there in the National Guard. I work at the shop, so I basically... I'm fixing like all of the military vehicles for different units and stuff oh, like that. Oh, okay, got it. Now it's basically my job in the military. I'm a mechanic in the military. Oh, okay. So, but then don't you? Do they hold you to the same standard? Your job at the armory that the army holds you absolutely, to as, as far as time. I, I still have to go in uniform. I still have oh. to be shaved. Everything. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So you race down the down the street to get him there on time so he doesn't yes, get in trouble. Yes, ma'am. You have such a good wife. I do. Absolutely. Absolutely. She is one hundred percent my strength. Oh, that's so nice. I'll, I'll be perfectly honest with that. It's it's great because like I appreciate a lot of the little things that she does, like the coffee in the morning, mm-hmm. you know, my lunch and things like that. And those are things that I don't like take for granted. Oh, that's good. How does that make you feel when like hearing him say that stuff? Uh, to be honest with you, it's kind of like, uh, are you sure about that? I come from a previous relationship where I was married for eleven years. Oh wow! And it was a horrible, horrible, horrible. Oh, so you have Sorry, I have have a lot of trauma. I was about to say that you have a good guy, but because of those traumas, you're like scared of it. Like you don't believe it. Yes. So it depends on every situation. Like I'm spontaneous, and he's like he has to think about everything, and I'm like I don't care if I'm late. I'm Mm. like I need to look good. I need to do this, but that's because I was trained at an early age to do everything. So Mm. I had my first kid at 18 and then I was married at 19. Mm. So I was trained to do everything. And this is why sometimes I'm, I'm late for Mm. things Mm. because, you know, I have to make sure, okay, my husband needs his clothes laid out and Mm. then you have to get the kids ready and then you have to work on yourself. And then, you know, you have to get everybody in the car. So Mm. this is why it's like, okay, I'm used to being late. Right. Mm. Yeah, that makes sense. All right, so we're going to jump right in. Well, the quest, first question was, was, is why do you think people are late to things? It depends on the situation. Um, <laughs> it, it, really. it really does, because think about it. If you are Hispanic mm-hmm. and you've grown up in a household where your mom was always late, like my, me, mm-hmm. myself. Um, there so was, you're going to inherit that? Yes. I, I think so, because my parents used to go to Jersey every other weekend for balls. So used to get up, get dressed in these fancy gowns and everything. And I'm like, Mom, you have to be on the road by like 10, and mm-hmm. it's 1130. Oh, my God. And she was always late. Mm-hmm. So growing up, I was like, oh, okay, fashionably late. You know, mm-hmm. you have to make sure that you look good, you smell good, and all that. So I think it depends on the situation. Now, if you're single and you're going on your first date, mm-hmm. yes, be a little late. Mm-hmm. Be a little late? Yes. Oh. Because you want them to be like, oh, wow, um, I said it this time, but the minute that you walk through that door, you want them to be like, oh, wow. In my opinion, that's terrible advice. My <laughs> gosh, don't no, listen no, to that. No. Don't listen to that, ge- gentlemen. <laughs> don't listen to that, ladies. <laughs> the first impression is the lasting impression. That's hysterical. But, but that's how I feel. Because think yeah. about it, when you're going out, you're getting dressed up and everything, you feel good. So you could spare a couple of minutes being late. Sometimes. It's a first so, date, though. That, so you're not, that man don't know you. But she's not talking that, about like an hour late. No. Yeah, but it's the first five, date, five though. Five, ten minutes late. What, if, what if I got hired to the job? I got the job, and the CEO's like, you know what? Everything is great. I like the way you presented yourself. You wore the suit. Boom. And he's like, be here by 9, 9 a.m. tomorrow. I show up at 9.30. No, but nine, no, ten. but that's the different situation. Nine, work, ten. But no, work is work. You have to understand. I'm early to work. I leave late from work because okay. I stay overtime. Work is work. I make sure that I'm early. If my boss says you have to do an event, I'm there early. Okay. That I don't. When it comes to money, I don't mess around. So, so but pick if and I'm, choose. Exactly. But if I'm going out to have a good time, I'm going to be a little late. <laughs> because <laughs> I said, <laughs> it's no, it's the truth. Because we work a lot. You to, know. To prepare to get exactly. ready to go out yourself. Okay, exactly. I get, I get it. I don't agree, but I, I get it. I, I definitely um agree with the household situation, like her seeing her mom. Mm-hmm. My house is very divided. Well, especially growing up, my father and I, and I get get this from my father. We're an hour early. 
to things an hour early to things mm. and he's good with it i i had to take him to a doctor's appointment yesterday i i looked at the thing at the time i was like all right we're gonna get coffee we're gonna get something to eat we're gonna go we're gonna get there 15 minutes early we were there an hour early and he didn't bitch he didn't complain he was like this is great <laughs> because in the car yeah. yeah my sister my mother notoriously late for everything mm. for everything so that i do i do re- as far as i just think that i'm um the type of person I am, I can't be late to anything. I can't even be on time to anything because if I'm running on time, to me, I'm running late. If I'm supposed to start my job at, let's say, 11 p.m. and I walk into the door at 10.55, I'm late. I'm scrambling. I'm like, I got to get ready. I'm, it's, it, it's overwhelming for me. But I think that's just like the type of personality that I have. So why do you think people would be late? Oh, you me? Yeah. I mean, I think it's maybe poor. It depends. Like how she says, there could be people who are poor planners. They they don't plan their time, you know, correctly. That's my sister. She doesn't have anything on time. They start late. They get up late. They're not um, disciplined enough, maybe. Or you know, you start off, you know, on time, and then you run into traffic or something. Or there's always some expect something unexpected happens. I, I don't. I don't know if anybody like purposely sits and be like, I'm going to be an hour late to, to something. You know what I mean? Like, I, I mean, she said, the, the she said a couple of minutes. She said a couple of minutes. <laughs> a couple of minutes. Well, um, David, what do you think? I mean, it, it also depends on the situation. Like okay. an appointment. Okay. Obviously the appointment, you know, you can prepare for, you're going to get up early, you're going to uh, make sure you get everything done. Okay. But like, some Hispanic households, like a party, you don't want to be the first one there. Uh, like you don't want to yeah, be the that's person there that's like looking at all the empty seats and helping helping prepare. Like you want to get there when the festivities are starting and everybody's having fun. Like you don't want to be that person that's there an hour early to yeah. your family's party because uh, then you end up being the person see, bringing everything in. I'm I'm the person that like I'm gonna go in early and then I'm gonna get the fuck out of there early. When, that, see, that's my thinking. In and out, true. in and out. That's true. I mean that that works for you, but the, a lot yeah, of people a lot of people don't, don't think that. You know, they're mm-hmm. like. I don't want to be the first one there. I, I don't want to be the only one there because usually mm. the person there that's an hour earlier or, or half an hour yeah, earlier, whatever. And then they're the only get, person there, and they're looking around like, "Oh, yeah." Then you get dragged into. Did you give me the wrong time? Bring this, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then everyone has that one person that you know. The party's at six. Meanwhile, it doesn't start till seven. But you told them six because mm-hmm. you want them to get there at seven because mm-hmm. you know that they're notorious yeah, for yeah, being yeah, late. Yeah. I I do that to people. Yeah. Like I do that to my kids. We have to be there because my kids did not come out. They don't take after me. They came. They want to do everything late so i have to tell them oh we have to be there at at five and they'll be like are you sure it's five or are you just telling us it's five Mm. so so for me um lack of empathy you know um because i think people pick and choose i i don't think people are late that's why i say lack of empathy they pick and choose you know you might have a woman out there who will tune into her novellas like on time Novella, come on at 4 p.m. She got her alarm in her phone on the calendar. Got the popcorn ready, yes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She's not late to the event. You might have a guy who is going to a football game, a live event. You know what I'm saying? So he's not late. So I think that people just pick and choose why they are late. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like it. That's a good one. Um, lack, lack of empathy. Sorry. List of pet peeves you have for the opposite sex. By the way, the guests will always start. <laughs> Pet peeves. I can list a lot. Ooh, I have um, fingers. You can go. go. <laughs> um, him playing video games. Yeah. The majority of the time, yes. Um, I am the type that I need to constantly go out and do things and do activities and things like that. Um, he's the opposite where he wants to sit there and play video games all the time. So that's one of them. Mm. Two, I grew up in a household where it's constantly like on the weekends, you get up early, you make your coffee, you cook, you have to clean. So that way you have the rest of the day. Not him. He's like nonchalant. And I'm like, uh, okay. Um, another thing is, too, it's like when I ask him to do something, I need to have it done right away. Mm. But that's because of the way I was raised. Mm. He will wait a day or two days or three days later, and I'm sitting there like, we fighting. 
Oh, like shit. we're gonna fight. I will throw hands and everything. I'm like, we're gonna fight. But other than that, I mean I love everything else about him. <laughs> just, just those two things. Let me just throw that in there. Yes. Yeah. Let me just put that there. Yes. What does the video games mean to you? Though? So is it like a it's 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 my outlet, mm-hmm. to be perfectly honest. Um I deal with a lot of stressful things in my everyday. That's a way for me to just escape it for a moment. You know, that's my vice. Do you know that, Jim? I do know that. Mm. I I understand that when I got into this relationship, that it is it's hard being with somebody that's in the military, mm. and I understand that. But at the same time, it's kind of like okay, you can give your twenty four hours to the PlayStation, but what about going to a movie? Mm. What like about spending time with you? Exactly. Let's go out. Let's do things instead of you know what, babe. I'm just gonna play video games. So that's why I'm like, okay, you do you, and I do me. I'll be on my phone on TikTok, and then I go to sleep cuddling with the dog, and, and he's still there. You still on the on the video game? Yeah. Did you ever invite her to play video games with you? Absolutely. Have you ever played games with him? No. No. Not even like Mortal Kombat? I love that no. shit. No, it's because of the way How I was were. trained. Mm. Um, that the household comes first. The kids come first. So I don't know how it is to live a normal life where we could play video games right. and do all that. No, it's constantly like in my head is, oh, the kids need this. My husband needs this. This needs to be done. So you're always on the go. Yes. You're always trying yes. to find something. Mm-hmm. What so, else? what's your pet peeve of the opposite sex? The demanding. I'm in the, I'm in the military, mm-hmm. so in that life, like a lot comes I'm, with it. I'm getting a lot of pressure. I'm getting told what to do constantly. Mm-hmm. I have no opinion in it. I can't even vocalize it. You gotta it's do as I say, and that's it. I have to follow orders. So I don't want that at home. Mm. You know. So when. Like she says, she gets upset because, you know, she'll ask me to do something and, you know, she can be a bit demanding when she does it. I shut off. I don't want to hear it because I deal with that already. So I kind of purposefully just don't do it right at the moment that she wants me to do it. That was my next question too. Is why is it then that you wait so like even days to do it? It's not always days, but it has been. I get forgetful. That oh, is okay. So I, it's, I it's, get forgetful and that, and that's. Probably another pet peeve that she hasn't mentioned. Um, I feel you. I mean, listen, me and forget, I forget things all the time. Like, I don't just do it because I'm, it's not something that I care about. It's just uh, sometimes I'll, I'll get into something. I'll get distracted talking to the kids or, or you know, talking on the phone or something will happen. Mm-hmm. I'll get distracted. And I'm like, oh, damn, I forgot to do that. And then I remember. Does she remind you ever? Like. Or does she say it once and then she takes notice? And if you haven't taken it out in a couple of days, then she says, um, I asked you like five she'll, days ago. <laughs> she'll sometimes remind me. Other times she'll just do it. And as she's doing it, she's reminding me. Oh. You know, I'm like, I told you to do this. And you Lat- know, she's doing it. Latina, know. Latina. That's, that's, that's the <laughs> well, operative word. Can I ask you something, <laughs> Mr. EL, EL Discipline? In this situation, because he's a coach, you know, I'll have you know. Um, in this situation... Right? Mm-hmm. How would you advise them? Like, let's say you guys are, listen, because you guys came in early, we're giving you a whole free. This isn't even, you know, I'm just going to close this shit right here. All right. This is impromptu now. We're not going to go, you know, because they weren't fashion day. They were on time and they deserve this for Mr. EL discipline. Let's go. Um, so there's clearly resentment on both sides. Even if you guys aren't aware of it, there's resentment on both sides. Um, what I would do is, Y'all been together for five years, right? Married for five years or? Together for five years. How long have you been married? April. Because that's a different level. Almost three months. Okay. And you guys were living together for how long before you got married? Two years. Two years. Two years. Okay. And there were no kids yet? No, I have four kids. He has four kids. So they were all like eight in the house? No. Okay. It's like the Brady Bunch. Yes, yeah. but it's a complicated situation. I have my two oldest with me, mm-hmm. my two youngest stay with their mm-hmm. dad. Okay. So the main thing that he said here about pet peeves was demanding. So in a way, like you might not like this word or you might like it. I don't know. But in a way, he wants some level of submission. You know, I'm not saying like complete submission, she but, said no. but he wants some level of submission. I'm, I'm trying to bring you into if there could be a possible compromise mm-hmm. because of the resentment. 
and the demanding like there's not that level of submission knowing what what i'm doing out there like i'm already going through shit out there like i don't want to have to come home and there's chaos i want peace because that's chaos it's a lot on my plate you know so you know i think that you guys can get to a compromise communicate first and then see work on your your approach I don't want to say like behavior, but work on your approach. Maybe you don't want to sound as demanding. I don't know if there's um, tone, intonation, like maybe you're getting loud when you're demanding things. You're not like, well, baby, can you please take out the garbage? Like you're pointing, you know, and what are you going to say? I, I wanted to ask you because they did touch on that. And she, when she does ask him, right. And he has said, but because of his work, and not, you know, just in the life that he's in military wise mm -hmm. in his day to day outside of his home, he doesn't have, he doesn't have a say, he doesn't have a thought. Everything is told to him what to do. Right? Mm -hmm. But when she does ask him to do something because I don't, for whatever reason, and he says that it, it irks him and then he doesn't do it. So what have you guys already, now this is not like a consultation of the psychiatrist and stuff, even though I have a degree, but I just want to know, have you guys articulated this to each other or this is the first time it's being articulated? No, we've done plenty of times. So, but what happens is, is that I'm strong headed, mm -hmm. like because of the trauma that I've been through, I'm not going to let somebody step all over me. Well, that's what it's going to have to start with, you know, the pride and the ego. You know, especially if you love each other, like you're going to have to go back and communicate these boundaries because there's boundaries, mm -hmm. you know, like he has boundaries, you have boundaries. So the best thing to do is see if you guys can negotiate. If not, and come to some type of compromise, you know, it's he's forever going to be doing that. And you're forever going to be doing that. It's uh, what's your nationality? Ethnicity? Puerto Rican. So two, that's strong personalities. Mm -hmm. Caribbean. Latino, Latina. So that's bound to happen. You guys are on a collision course, you know, and what's going to allow that relationship to thrive is by putting the ego and the pride aside. You know what I'm saying? And like catering to each other's boundaries. But Jim, can I ask you a question? Is he um, similar to your ex or they're completely, totally different? They're completely, totally different. And My ex is from Central America. He's Honduran. Oh, so, but she's, go ahead. But they, they're two different backgrounds, and I respect him way differently than I did my ex. That's what I was about to say. Yeah, but she said that earlier. No, no, no. I, I know. I'm, I'm bringing it up because she said that because of her um, past experience with her ex, that that's what has all her traumas there. Mm -hmm. And she said, and I'm not going to let anybody talk down or disrespect mm -hmm. me or tell me what well, to do. It's, I it's, it's just all over. All over. Yeah. But it's over. just not him. It's everybody else in my life. Like mm -hmm. my parents passed away from COVID three years ago. Dude, I'm so, so with that said, I've cut all ties with my family mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. they've seen me as this horrible person, but not seen me as, okay, she's been through a lot and now she's changing, mm. you know? So I'm all about my kids and about my family and about my husband. And, you know, there are things that we do need to work on. Not every marriage is perfect. Mm -hmm. Not every relationship not is perfect. perfect. Mm. There's so, nothing perfect. Ever. Exactly. So in that sense that, yes, um, I am learning to work on things as I, as I go. Mm. It doesn't happen over time. Yeah. You know, so that's something that, you know, we're learning on this journey of being married together. Yeah, that's so absolutely. Exciting. I mean, I can contest to that. There's been times where, you know, it's been difficult to communicate, but then a day or so will go by and we'll talk about the same subject. And it's just, it's easy. Mm. You know, you, you read, you it, come it, back it's to either, it. you know, she just needed that time to process maybe what the situation was yeah, or the severity of it or however mm -hmm. it may be but it always comes back to us getting back on you know that communication level and, and speaking about it and we're able to listen to each other and, and talk to each other and you know express and not judge oh yeah. that's good the emotions are high when everything's going through what you're going through that's why a couple of days it's easier because mm -hmm. now the adrenaline is and plus, and plus I feel like I know with me like if I'm arguing with somebody and I need you know it's always constantly in my on my mind, and every time I'm like, "Oh, I didn't, I didn't see it that way," or I didn't, and I could calm myself down to see it in a whole different light. Yeah, now. when we're emotional, like our judgment gets clogged. 
Think of it like a, a cloud and it's about to rain. That's how our brain is like a brain fog, you know? So if you're highly emotional, you're not going to be able to be logical to be like A, B, C, D, because you're highly emotional. You're just reacting versus like taking everything in. Right. Yeah. You know? I mean, and we're both strong-headed, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's why it's gonna come to a compromise. Because, yes. like I said, two alphas don't go anywhere unless somebody submits. You know what I'm saying? So, um, which 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 um, strong-headed is more, I guess, difficult to deal with the quiet kind like him or the boisterous kind like her? I'm gonna go with the quiet kind. <laughs> why? Because he's quiet, you don't know when he's gonna, you know. It's more calculated. Yeah, that's oh, you can see it's us like, coming. You can see a female coming. Yeah. If I'm upset, if I'm upset, like I'm not. I've never been the type of guy to throw things. Or, no, I'll never. I'll never let that. I don't let people take me out of my calm. That's my power. You know, so I pride myself in being emotionally intelligent. If I'm upset and I know I'm going to say something I'm going to regret or whatever, I just say, listen, I'm I'm going out with my boy or something like I'm I'll be back later or um, I'll call you tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? Like, we'll text because I need to recalibrate. Mm hmm. You know, I'm a calculating, methodical person. I need to recalibrate. I need to think about everything because I don't want to say anything that I don't mean. Or out of emotion. Mm. He's done or that anger. before. Yeah. Or he, anger. he does that. But I let them know. Sorry right. to cut you off, but I'll let them know. Like, listen, I'm very mad, upset, disappointed or whatever, but I'll deal with it tomorrow. I but keep but going. I think that's one of my other pet peeves about him is he's so quiet. And I'm sitting there. My brain goes, well, mm. aren't you going to say something? Like, say something. Mm. I need you to say something. And I've told him, I said, listen, you can go hang out with your friends on the weekend. There are times where I need to be alone. Mm. You know, I need to be me. And I guess that's because I don't know who I am anymore. I'm just a, a mother mm. that works full time, you know, that is nonstop. And he gets upset sometimes because when I'm home, I'm still working. Mm. Off the clock, mm. you know, because we work for I work for a nonprofit organization. Yeah, Chris was saying he said the same thing. Yes. He was like, "When I go home, he's like, no, I." He makes it a point to yeah. be like, "I'm not working when I'm home." Exactly. Shout out to Chris. Yeah. <laughs> I love him. Look who's here, Chris. Hi. Mm -hmm. So, with that sense, that yes, uh, there are pet peeves that bother me about him, but I wouldn't. He's my best friend. Mm. So with that said, I'm I'm getting accustomed to being on his level. Mm. Like I'm late for everything and he's on time. And now it's kind of like the opposite where I want to be on time. He wants to be late for oh, everything. It's a switch. Exactly. And I think it's because he's just mentally exhausted, mm. you know, and it's nonstop from the military. And, and I don't know how to, um, I guess, deal with it sometimes. Have you asked him or has he ever told you? Because I know that that's, that's big, especially with um, Male. males and not even that, but within the, you know, the, the Latino community, we're not big on communication. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like people don't really talk. Mm -hmm. They'll speak and then walk and you're supposed to just understand mm -hmm. what they're trying to say. So that's, that's why I'm asking. Did you, did you ever ask him like, I don't know how to help you with whatever, you know, what can I do to ease it? Ease right. you? Or has he ever come to you and say, listen, when I'm like this, I need you to do X, Y, and Z. Oh, he does. He does. Oh, that's but the good. problem is, is that I, I don't know how to handle it mm -hmm. because again, four kids, mm -hmm. I have, um, three that have, um, issues that I have to deal with mm. because their dad doesn't help. Mm. So with that said, it's kind of like, okay, I, I don't know how to deal with his situation and then I have to figure it out. And then, you know, I'm like, well, I don't, I don't know what to do. So I burn myself out mm. and then I close up and then I give him attitude and I give the kids attitude and I'm just like, I'm just mentally done. Yeah. Mm. So it, it's a lot. Why do you think that you shut down like that? Like, do you go to him and tell him, I I feel not myself and I don't know what it is. I just feel off and I, I need you to ground me. I need you to help me. I do, but I feel for me, I don't want to put more on his plate. On his plate. Because today's society, like you guys were saying, it's a lot on the man. Mm. You know, the man has to provide for the family and everything. And I saw that growing up. My dad did that. My dad was retired and then got another job. 
just to provide for us wow. and to provide for a big house and for us to go on vacations. And I told him, I was like, I don't want that, you know, right. like, yeah, people struggle. We have our ups and downs and things like that. But at the end of the day, what makes him so unique is that I can act like a big kid. I could throw a tantrum. I can, you know, be obsessed with certain things and he'll let me rock, mm. you know, and he loves my kids, you know, so it's just getting used to this military lifestyle and yeah. them being away like he's leaving for deployment in october how long is he, how long will you be gone for um supposed to be for like 440 days but i'm bad in math a I year thank you yeah. a year a year mm, a year a over yeah, over yeah. A year, yeah but um they say it like that because they factor in leave as well because you acquire some leave time so when you come home like i can't go back to work until i finish burning off that leave time oh really so i get to like stay home and oh, I'll still, you know, get so interesting. I'm on orders. Okay. Yeah. Right? How interesting. Oh, wow. So is this the first time that he's leaving since you guys have been together or married? No. No. Okay. This isn't, but it's- This is the longest. This is the longest that it's oh, going that to be. Oh, my second question. Oh, yes. wow. <clears throat> this is the longest. Yeah. So it's kind of like, well, everything's going to fall on me and I have to do this and I have to do that and I won't be able to go out and have fun and- I have to be on time for everything and, you know, Why do you want to go out and have fun? You're married. <laughs> because you can't go out and have fun. With your girls? I don't, I don't have friends. Oh, oh, okay. You know, you, you know who my best friends are? My who? kids. Oh, and my, him. Yes. Yes. But my oldest is my ride or die. Oh, and okay. that is the one that I, I, I have fun with mm. all three of my kids. They're different personalities and everything. And I have fun with them. Let's go mm. get our nails done. Let's go do this. Okay. Um, my oldest likes to get piercings and everything. And I'm like, you know what? I need a new piercing. Let's go. Mm. Oh, okay. You know, okay. so I don't need friends. Mm. You know, I just need my family and that's it. Mm. Cool. Yeah, that's good. Um, pet peeves. Shit. We'll be here for a long time. Uh, <laughs> shit. We don't got time. Hmm. Maybe the biggest ones... Uh, opposite sex pet peeves non-submissive um i don't i don't ask for submission up front obviously she has to submit for you to lead um or it's you know rape or harassment or whatever um but in a relationship non-submissive women or the woman and i think i could work with a lot of things <laughs> I think I could work with a lot of things if if the submission is there. Cause mm -hmm. I think that it's an operative word. That term has so many avenues in it. Like mm -hmm. optimistic, peace, patient. Mm -hmm. You know, nurturing. Levels. Yeah, There's nurturing. Levels to it. Mm -hmm. and so take the word alone. Yeah. Some women have a problem with it because it's, it sounds like oppression. Yes, it, it's like this. If if I look at her as um, submissive, she's gonna have traditional values. So even if she's a brat, like I could work with all those things because my my main love language is that. There's a nerve in my heart that responds to the vibrations of submission. So I could be with a woman who does everything, cook, clean, and 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 whatever. She's very combative and and fights my leadership, doesn't respect me and trust me as a man, um, you know, makes a lot of money and isn't submissive. Like I, I can't take that. You know, looks good, you know, body, face. I can't take that. I, I'll, I'll rather take a seven um, over the 12 or the 10 who's a little bit more submissive because if she's submissive, that's the cornerstone. She's going to adapt to every everything else. Mm. My teachings, my way of thinking, like she's not going to be dismissive. You know, she's going to want to engage in the things I like. Like, let's say I wanted to do go-kart. Mm -hmm. Hey, I want to go with you. Like, I'm, I don't like that, but I'll do it. I'll rock. Cause she'd ride or die, mm. you know? So if she's ride or die, well, if she isn't ride or die, then that would be the biggest. I think pet peeves for me, I don't necessarily think that it's for any gender, uh, you know, opposite that. I just don't like when people complain, like com somebody who complains and complains and complains. And when you offer a solution or something, it's a yeah, but all the time, then I'm not going to say anything. You just sit there and complain. So that's for else. men and women. Yeah. Pet peeve? Okay. Yeah. So do you think that people who are always late 
they have a bad business mindset, like they're bad to do business with? Yes. Like I said earlier, I think of time is like equate to money. Mm -hmm. So if I'm late, even if it's not literal, it's figurative. If I'm late, I'm thinking I'm losing money, Mm. even if I'm not. So I I hold myself accountable to be on time or early. Mm-hmm. If I'm on time, I'm late. That's how I always look at things. Yeah, that's what I just you know. Too. If I'm early, I'm on time. Yeah, you know, and I'm, I also like to prepare. So let's say I'm going to a real estate conference, right? I get an invitation. I'm going to a place I've never been. I'm gonna want to be there thirty minutes. I need parking. I need to know how far. So yeah. I'm already like. Um, planning prior. How's the weather going to be? I'm looking at the weather. I'm looking at if there's going to be traffic. I'm mm-hmm. probably GPSing it already yeah. before I go to bed to see, okay, when do I have to wake up? My clothes, everything in order. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm highly prepared. Um, so, so it's part of being responsible. Yeah. Okay. Um, I know you said that you always saw your mom be late. Mm-hmm. And I know you have, you know, your four children are do all four, do you see them following in those steps? Are they going to be late too? Or do you see like, all right, she's going to be on time. He's going to be late. He's going to be on time. My oldest is, um, is different because I like to be late and things like that. And the dad is late sometimes, but my oldest actually gets anxiety about being late. late yeah. We, mm. we need to be on time. Like even getting to work and then there's traffic my God, I'm going to be late. I'm going to be late. Mm. Hyperventilating, yeah. things like that. Yeah. So he's totally different. He needs to, even with homework, essays, things like that, it needs to be on, on time. time. Mm. Yeah, that's great. Mm-hmm. There's a deadline. That's, yes. a, that's do, good. So do, only do, one came out on time? <laughs> um, do, do you see the rest late? following suit? <laughs> my youngest, well, my third, my third child is my wild Because usually like the oldest is the leader. Or the ringleader in the group, and they just follow the oldest normally. No, not in this situation. It's yeah. kind of like my oldest tries, mm-hmm. but then my third is mm-hmm. the one that's, in, even though she's like the third youngest, she's the ringleader. She's the mm-hmm. one that wants to be out partying. Uh, she just, she works with us in our summer program. Oh, that's so nice. All three of them do. And I'm like, well, you know, can you work this? No, I need to live my hot girl summer. I said, you're only 14. You don't know what a hot girl summer is. That's so funny. I I still pay for your stuff. Your dad still pays for your stuff. Mm. But no, at 14, they are very, all all my kids are very responsible. Oh, that's good. Yes. All right. I just wanted to ask that because it popped into my head. That's fine. Um, You have the word narcissistic highlighted Mm -hmm. for number 11. Is that? Yeah, so. You know what it is. I know what Everybody it is. You know what narcissism mm-hmm. is. Okay. So um, a person who is saying, oh, they got to wait on me. You know, I got an event to go to. They got to wait on me. I got to look my best. That's narcissistic behavior or mentality. You know, I'm just telling you the mm-hmm. facts because it's self-centered. Like it's circled around you, predicated on you. So that can also be why people are late. Mm. Narcissistic. Okay. So that kind of ties in with 12, where it says, it's often said women are notorious for being late. Mm -hmm. Is this true from what you've seen and known and why? And we have Jem, who is here, who says she likes to be a little bit late because she likes to, you know, you know, uh, put herself together and look good. But also, and you're saying that that's a narcissistic trait. Is it also? Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Is it, because I know some women that also do it not just for themselves, but if they're going to go to a party with their husband, their boyfriend, they want to make sure that they look good Mm -hmm. because they're going to be on his arm. Mm -hmm. Is that still considered, you think, narcissistic? Yeah. Mm, Okay. Mm, I have a question with that. Mm -hmm. Why would you still think that if you're going out, right, Mm -hmm. with your girl, you're dressed up and everything, you're wearing a suit, Mm -hmm. okay? Wouldn't you want your girl to look? To match it? Exactly. Well, she's doing that for herself. She's getting all dolled up and everything like that. Like, why if he doesn't care for that? But what if she's not doing it for herself? What if she's doing it for you? 
I mean, it's still narcissistic to be able to take that amount of time and make him wait upon you. That's what it is. is you're making him wait on you. So, so if, if thinking, women started it earlier so they can absolutely. finish on like time? I've, I've, um, I get where she's going with it. I like it. I've, um, I live a different lifestyle. Mm -hmm. So, and this, this has been done in the past because I had a woman who was a submissive who had an issue with being late. So I said the solution would be um, get dressed or start getting ready three hours prior because she would take like two hours to get ready. You know what I'm saying? So, um, and that worked for her, mm -hmm. you know? So yes, I'm not opposed to that. Like start to plan ahead of time mm -hmm. because That's it's, planning. it's narcissistic is the part of you're making him wait upon you. Like he mm -hmm. should be appreciative that I'm doing this, but you're making him wait on you. So God forbid something happens. You know what I'm saying? The world could end tomorrow. Mm -hmm. God forbid something happens. You're making him wait on you. That's kind of like you're taking him for granted. Not so, really, because <clears throat> let me ask you another question. Now, let's say you have a family, okay? And you have, let's say, four kids, right? And they're all, you know, you have the toddler and you have the kids in middle age. Mm -hmm. Okay, you guys are all going out, okay, to uh, an event. Mm -hmm. You're dressed, she's dressed but she's not being narcissistic for making you wait because you have children. So in that sense, being a little late in that situation is okay because you have children. Even, even if you say, okay, well, we have to be there at seven. She takes off of work, okay? She has the whole day. She has everything planned out. Your stuff is planned out, okay? She's done. She's ready early. You're ready. And you're getting the kids ready. Exactly. That's a different circumstance. If it's just you and him, first dates type stuff, right. or you're dating, that's a different circumstance. When women, I mean, when children are present, even if you might live a lifestyle like me, that the might priority. take a pause because their well-being comes prior. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's a different circumstance. But I'm just, I'm talking more so men and women. Okay. There's no kids there. Like, mm. you guys are having a date night. Right. You know what I'm saying? He doesn't like you being late, but you're looking at it like, I'm getting dolled up for you. I want this to be for your eyes only, but you don't respect this time. You know what I'm saying? Just my opinion. I'm not trying to debate here. So what, <laughs> what, what you're saying is, is all right, take that time, but start early. That way you, yes. can, you can leave at, you know, at the time that you're That would supposed. be the compromise. Oh, okay. That would be the solution to the problem. Mm. Um, but that's why I say it's narcissistic. Mm. Okay. I, I'm very rarely late because I'm always planning ahead. Now, mind you, unexpected traffic. You know, things beyond your control, but I'm always early because I control, you know, I prepare ahead of time, you know, um, so that's that. I think that, <laughs> you know, I think that it's, it. it's, it's, it's like your mentality. It starts with your mentality. So I have like a money mentality. So if I'm late, time is money. Mm, I'm fucking true. my money up and I'm fucking other people's time too. Cause time is valuable. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like you go on a date with somebody that's, that's valuable time. Mm. Or like, uh, we've had, you know, so, like I said before, people come an hour and a half late, you know, an hour and a half late, we either have to pay extra for the, for the studio or, you know, we could have been doing something in an hour and a half. Mm. I have right. kids too. Shoot. You know what I mean? Like I could, I don't have to be here waiting for someone. So I, I, that's definitely a big pet peeve for and I'm so happy you guys came mm. out. <laughs> yeah, I think that someone who <laughs> predicates their life around time and is very humble about it and strict, they like that's like just a cornerstone of how they move with their life. That's um, how I look at that. <clears throat> David, were you always um, a, a person who was on time or is that something that you had to learn with the military, with the army? Um. I mean, I did get better at it with the military, but I, I wasn't always. To. Yeah. Was gonna, yeah. Lord knows what they and, did and to it's you. so funny that you said that, that earlier, how if you're on time, you feel like you're late because that's literally a military mentality. Mm -hmm. Like you have to be there 15 minutes prior yeah. mm -hmm. because if you're there, like you, you have what's known as a formation, which is where everyone comes together. They take, you know, roll call and stuff to make sure that everyone is there. Um, say it's at 0700. You have to be there for 10 minutes prior. Mm. The formation's at 700. You walk in at 700. Mm -hmm. You're wrong. Yeah. You're wrong. Because everyone's already there. They're in formation. Now everybody's, everybody's just like. Whoosh, and waiting on you. Looking right? at you walk in, mm -hmm. you know. 
So it's funny that you say that because that's how they instill that into you. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're on time, you're late, you have to be prepared. You have Mm -hmm. to come earlier. You have to make sure that you, you know, get there on time. Isn't it also, well, I don't know if it's true or not. I've seen movies. I'm a big movie person, by the way. Um, When a military person comes late to their thing, they like specifically say, well, because you're late, no, we all have to run in the freaking heat. Is that true? Um, it depends. Like who, that's not, yeah, it depends on your leadership. And and this is crazy. You know, the military is evolving and it changes all the time. Um, hmm. A lot of the traditional, you know, corrections, we will call it, <laughs> that they have in the military, um, like they don't really do that oh, okay. so much anymore. Like when I went in, in basic training, we didn't have what was known as a stress card. A stress card? A stress card. So what that basically is is that oh, if you're in, if you're in basic training and um, I guess the pressure or the drill instructors or whatever it is that may be too much for you in that moment, you pull out your stress card and they basically put you on like a timeout, like mm-hmm. they leave you alone for a set period of time. Wow! So that you can regain, you know, your me- your mental stability. I didn't have that. How do you feel about that? Since you didn't have it and they're they're using it now, like, what are your thoughts on it? I don't know. It, I have kind of mixed feelings about it. I mean, He's I, like I, I somewhat <laughs> I somewhat feel that it's a good idea, but I don't think that it's implemented well. Uh, like, it, it shouldn't be like that. We should just have a certain amount of time to kind of recruit for the day, you know, like your off time. But not just spur the moment you know you, you got your feelings hurt because your drill sergeant said something because you performed poorly mm. you know that that's on you mm. you know basic training is basically supposed to break you down as a civilian and build you up as a soldier because it's a different mindset mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a totally different world you know and that's what's going on there that's what is happening they're changing you mentally as well as physically mm. of course it is physically tolling um so for you to pull out a stress card, like dead in the middle of the heat, you know, if, if you're in a situation where you need to protect your battles, the enemy's not going to be like, oh, wait, he has a stress card. Mm. Let's go attack him later. It's not realistic. And mm. and the military is trained as you fight, mm. you know? So I feel like that that kind of weakens it a bit. Um, In another sense, I do like the fact that the military is taking mental health more seriously mm, yeah i, I they do not love that awful yeah um so it's like it, it's kind of it's a work in progress you know they're trying to come up with these things to implement to these soldiers that so that they're not mentally drained but then at the same time they're babying them too much a little bit yeah gotcha yeah like a sensei of a dojo or a coach of a sports team some of them do that some of them um Oh, you're late. Yo, the whole team's doing laps. Yeah, because that helps. That helps the team even hold that specific person accountable. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's number one. Number two, you said that's on you. You're right. The way I look at time is discipline. Discipline builds character. Mm-hmm. So in a way, if if you are not on time, you like I'm looking at it like you don't care about life. That's like a, somebody life. with a fucking cracked phone. And that's their main phone that they use. I'm looking at the crack phone like, you didn't get insurance? Like, it probably comes with it. Like, mm-hmm. you could just change the screen. There's people that, like, my cousin um, fixes phones. Mm-hmm. Like, we'll do it for cheap. Like, mm-hmm. you don't give a fuck about life. Like, my cell phone, there's so much shit in that one cell phone. Yeah. Emails, people's. I don't remember people's numbers. Yeah, just, they're just names. <laughs> your whole life could be in that. You don't care about your life. You don't care where you're going to go. Mm. That's how I look at that. Um, I know before we spoke about um, how you have four children. And then in the interim, you were like, he has four children. I was like, oh, it's like the birdie bunch. How are your kids with time? They're all younger. So oh, they're younger? Yeah. I, I have an older son and he's happy with time. Yeah. Mm. Oh, okay. Peeve. Like he has to be on time. He can't be late. Is that because of you being in the military? Like he just picked up on that on like military life? Um, not so much that it's, it's really, he's always been like that. Like always, even when, you know, he was growing up, um, Mm. like he lived with his mom and she always used to tell me like, he's ready for school. Mm. Like he was mom, come on, let's go. 
Right. You know? He's like, I'm waiting. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and he prepares, you know, of course he wants to look good. He wants to, you know, make sure his hair is done and everything and stuff like that. But like he was always like that. Like he always prepares. He's mm. that type of person to prepare. Um, unless it's just, you know, he's having a bad bad day, day or, you know, whatever. He's maybe off a then he's bit. just like, I don't care. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? But I guess that just goes with like their circumstances. And how how old is he? Because you're forty one, so you're he's twenty four. I have a twenty five year old. So yeah, okay. So we are up to final thoughts. We are. We're up. Let me see. Hello. Final thoughts. We all know the problem. Now, what's the solution to assist people to be on time? Anybody? You can start first. Then (laughs) Then she goes. Then David, then I take it. All right. What can we do to assist people to be on time? Um, we should throw rocks at them. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Don't do that. Then you'll be hit with assault. Um, you know what? Like like David said, that's up to you. You can't force, you can't make somebody be on time. The only thing, the only people that we can make be on time are our children because we are in control of their life for a certain amount of time. After that, you can't even tell your significant other you have to be on time. All you can do is be say, "Is running late now? I'm already ready. I'll meet you there." That's it. That's my opinion. I'm never going to force somebody to be on time. I will take note if it's more than once. I know how to move with you now. Mm-hmm. That's just me, Jim. Um, I think time management mm. and uh, I guess age and wisdom. Because growing up, we were always late. But now that I'm older and I have children, it's like, okay, we have to be on time. And even when I go to work, my boss is like, you're early. I'm sorry. But you know what? I'll go into the office and I'll do what I have to do. But I just think it's time management, age, and wisdom. Mm. That's good. David? Yeah, I I definitely have to agree with my wife on that. Like time management is huge. You know, Mm. if you're not preparing, then you're, you're failing yourself. You know, like you, you've heard him before. He says, you know, he looks at it as, as if he's losing time, he's losing money. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people have that mentality, but you know, you could always make up more money. You know, you can get money back, but you can't get time back. Once yeah. you lose it, it's gone. Yeah. You know, you can't make up for that. It's it's such a huge thing that should be valued and it should not be wasted. Mm. You know, a lot of people do waste a lot of time. Mm. So definitely time management, preparation, you know, and just, you know, trying. Putting Most people don't put the effort. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. they, they don't care, you know. That's true. Yeah. And you can't force anyone to care. But, exactly. You know, that's just yeah. how it is. I can agree with time management with the two of you. Um, micromanaging your time too, all that is like preparation the night prior, you know, like mm-hmm. I said, the stuff that I do, like I got to brush my teeth, take a shower, do this, meditate, uh, pray, your clothes out. you know, yeah. write in my journal. Like it's like habit. So if you want to reach a goal, you got to create some type of habit. That's what it comes down to. Mm-hmm. Cause when you don't have motivation, you got to implement discipline. You got to incorporate habit. So if somebody is not on time, that's a little thing that could turn bigger. They, that's a bad habit. Mm-hmm. That is a bad habit. Like David said, time you can't get back. It's precious. You snooze, you lose. Mm-hmm. Early, wor- mm-hmm. early worm gets the bird. Early bird gets the worm. I mean, yes. early, yeah, you, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> gets, the, gets the worm. So you're missing out on a lot probably. Mm-hmm. Let's say... Uh, Let's say you're going on a date or something and you know that that's the right connection, but they didn't tell you that their pet peeve is lateness. So now he's like, fuck this bitch. Or she's like, fuck this dude. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not staying. Mm -hmm. And they're just two minutes late. So two minutes ago, she, he or she was gone. You lost a connection. That's the, that's the early worm or or early bird gets the worm. Like you snooze, you lose. Mm -hmm. So, it's they're so you're not humble with time. And, um, you know, like they said, time management is how you're going to resolve this. Mm-hmm. Like if you have an issue with being late to work every day and you know, okay, it's 30 minutes away from my house. That means you might have to wake up an hour and a half earlier to make breakfast, do all this. stuff. If you're waking up, 
If, yo, if you're waking up like 45 minutes before work and it's 30 minutes away, you only have 15 minutes to get ready and eat and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Brush your teeth, brush your, your hair, teeth, all that stuff. So that means 15 minutes. Now you got 30 minutes. You're definitely gonna be late. Mm-hmm. And what if you hit traffic? It's over. So that's Look, why I'm already having anxiety. That's why <laughs> proper proper planning, just like in the importance of discipline, proper planning is uh what's gonna be the byproduct of proper results or great mm-hmm. results yeah. you know so that's all that it comes down to it's just being prepared like if you have this issue like with the with the woman i was with in the past i said okay i asked her how long does it take for you to get um dressed she's like i do this it's like two hours i said okay so add an extra hour so if we're meeting at seven o'clock p.m for dinner 4 p.m start getting ready and if if I come over and pick you up and you're early, that's great. You rather be early than late, because mm-hmm. yeah. I'm very mm, with that. <laughs> me too. You gotta tell me. You know. So um, thank you for coming on the show. Thank, thank you. For I, um, yeah, this was fun. Yeah, I've I've, I've said. You listen, you guys have to come back because I I always tell him. I'm like, we need a couple on the show like an actual either boyfriend girlfriend husband Mm -hmm. wife so that we can discuss these things and what do we pick people that come you know late sometimes and they they were early this Mm -hmm. is not the topic to bring them on (laughs) (laughs) now if you came late that would have been better we could have started on that now i would have roasted you guys oh yeah (laughs) we we talk about a lot of different things and and there's plenty of times where we're on totes Two totally different sides of the spectrum. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's opinion wise, and that's yes. fine because you're a man; she's a woman. Yeah, no I mean, one's going to think the same. It's not even that; it's just other things, upbringing, um, just that too. You know, a lot of See, a lot of different reasons. You know, we're at the end of the show now. You can't be bring, saying things that it's going to make me be like, "What kind of different upbringing?" You can't do that to me. You see, now we have to bring you on another show. So expect the phone call, people. You're going to see them back on, people. All right. Thank you once again for coming on. Um, so, you have anything else you want to say? Um, no. Thank you for coming. Thank you for being on time. Although it would have been a better show if you came late. <laughs> I couldn't make, make fun of you, but no, it was great. I love the, you know, your feedback and stuff. Your and, points of and we, sorry to control, and we value your time because you had to make certain accommodations, move certain things around. Mm-hmm. I don't know to be here. Yeah. So thank you. So we appreciate, appreciate your time. Yeah. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, you were tuned into the Disciplinary Podcast. Peace. Peace.